this one's a little personal. Hello, you're listening to Four Micronations by Micronations, and I'm Angela. I'm your Micronation American sister, daughter, auntie, host, and creator of the podcast. The last couple of days, I've been doing episodes on ancestors, and so I did Dr. Jojo and Mao, and both of them very well known in the Micronesian community. But I wanted to do something more personal today. I don't know how people will feel because maybe people don't care about my own personal stuff, <laughs> but maybe they do. I don't know. Um, but I wanted to do an episode on an ancestor that's really important to me. And that's my grandma. I wanted to talk about my grandma because I really just want to encourage all of us to do this. Um, so my grandmother, I never had the privilege to meet her. My dad moved to America when he was 17 to come to college. He met my mom, who is American, and they did move to Micronesia and lived there for a while. My brother had already been born and they moved there, were raising him. And then my mom was really homesick. They wanted to move back to America. And not long after that, I was born. My grandmother ended up passing away of stomach cancer. I was, I mean, probably like five when she passed away. And so I want to say maybe all of my siblings might have been born by that point, but my dad had not been able to go back home with having all these dang kids (laughs) financially. You know, all of us are special in our own ways. And the big thing about when we die is that we all leave a legacy behind, right? And Mao with navigation, such an obvious legacy. Jojo, he has this scholarship that (laughs) is an amazing legacy. My grandmother, she might not have a legacy that the whole world can see like Mao or that the whole Micronesian community can see like Jojo, but my grandma, she she definitely has a legacy in our family. And I wanted to share a little bit about her because even though I've never met her, the person that she was is still talked about constantly, even today. And my grandmother, if, if I think about when she passed away, it would have been the early 90s. So it's been like 30 years since she's been gone, three decades. And people still talk about her because she was that big of a personality. <laughs> like, she was such a big person that three decades after she's gone <laughs> and, and could be completely forgotten about, she's definitely not forgotten about because she's just that memorable. And for anyone who's met my father or my Aunt Martha, even, <laughs> they are, it sounds like they might be chips off the old block. <laughs> so. Yeah, I I decided to do this thing where I was like, I am going to reach out to the people that I love and who had the privilege to be able to get to know my grandma more intimately. I wanted to ask them uh, about her and to say, like, can you tell me just some facts about her? Just things that you remember about her. And one of my aunts said, I wish you would have met your grandma. This is actually making me kind of emotional and I don't know why. So I'm sorry. So sorry. I didn't even know this was going to happen. I did not plan this. Um, But she said, she wishes I would have met her. And I wish that too. But she said, my grandma was very unique. (laughs) 
she said she was tough. She was straightforward. And I've heard that from so many people. I've heard your grandma was tough. I've heard your grandma could hit like like literally hit apparently she was somebody who was no nonsense she was not someone who you ever wanted to disrespect and so yeah she demanded respect my grandma had a third grade education but she was very good at math my father is actually very good at math so I feel like he got that from her even though my grandma had a third grade education all of her children finished school they all finished high school um, in our family, that's a really big deal. A lot of people in our family have had a really hard time finishing school because it's not an easy task, especially back home, um, where even to get past certain grades, you have to take like a final exam. And if you don't, if you don't pass that final exam, you can't even continue forward. And so finishing school, high school is like, it's such a big deal. And my grandma, even though she was not able to go to school after third grade, she really valued education. And so I think that's really cool because my dad, he also valued education, even though it sounds like he didn't when he was young. And he probably got that from his his own mother. His own mother had a third grade education and she pushed her kids and her kids all went to high school. What I'll say about my dad my dad pushed all of his children, and every single one of us have finished college. He has five kids. So I feel like she's definitely someone who lives on in her own children. Like her, like my, when I think of who my dad is and who my aunties are, I feel like she's definitely a woman who lives on in spirit within them. One of my favorite stories, which is probably a terrible story about my dad, but I'm going to share it anyways, <laughs> is one time my dad said that um, my grandpa made him get a job when he was younger and he didn't want to work, but she forced him. And he said that like she would let him keep like 10% of his paycheck and she would tell him that he has to give the rest to her. And he like really resented her for that. And he said he never talked back to her. But one day he was just in a mood and he was like, I'm going to talk back to her. And he got angry and he was like, well, who are you? Like you make me give you all my money and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, that's how you feel. Okay. And she, he said he, she didn't say anything. She just like told him he sounded stupid. And then she just like left. So my dad... As I say, he came to America for college, and he told me that the day that he left for America, my grandma gave him a fat stack of cash, and he was like, what is this? And she said, all the years that you worked, I always made you give me money, and this is that money. I've been saving it, because I always knew you were going to do something, and I was going to save for it. So my dad didn't have to come to America with nothing in his pocket. My grandma had been saving all that money. So she taught him work ethic and she invested in him. Ugh, I just, I think she's, she's such a cool lady. Like my aunt said that she loved her parents. She loved her siblings. She would always make sure that my grandpa was providing for everyone. She said that one time she went my dad when she found out he was drunk of hearing all that. My cousin Christina, who's been on one of the episodes, she told me some things about my grandma too that I loved. And she said that even though she was so little, 
when she was with my grandma, my grandma is such an integral part of her memories. She said that my grandma and my grandpa, which are my grandparents, and people from all over would come and order bread for my grandma. And she said that she actually remembers that my grandparents welcomed literally the entire community of Moloch when a major typhoon hit. And many people took shelter with them. She said that my grandma, no, no, Marina, that's what they call her, would always call Christina up when she walked past her window and she would comb and fix her hair and put those marble ball hair ties in her hair. And my grandma was actually a healer. So she healed people. And my cousin had the privilege to actually see her heal someone's eyes. She said she was always rested by that window in her uros, and she would scold boys who were too loud. <laughs> and she was definitely the matriarch, and you could feel it the way that everyone respected her. So my grandma was born in 1943, and she passed away in 1992. So she was only 49 when she passed away. She didn't even make it to 50. She was, she was a baby in the world. But, like, when you hear people talk about my grandma, like, she was... She never sounds like she was young. She sounds like she was always the matriarch, the boss. Like everyone had to do what she said. Everyone listened. And it just sounds like she was always big. She was bigger than life. So yeah, I mean, my Aunt Delma, she shared some stuff with me too. She said that my my grandma was a loving mom. She was a very straightforward person. But deep down like super nice, very kind. She said she loved to bake, loved to cook. And she said she was actually a really good businesswoman, which I think is so cool because I feel like a lot of people in my family have an entrepreneurial spirit. And she said that my grandma could be very feisty when she wanted to. <laughs> Something that's really cool about my grandma is that my gran or my dad looks a lot like my grandma. And I feel like he got her personality in a lot of ways and I feel like my sister <laughs> got my dad's personality in a lot of ways so I feel like my sister is probably a little bit of someone who carries the personality of my grandma maybe in ways that we don't know but I think I look like my dad so I feel like I might have some looks from that side of the family I say it often, my grandma was a mix. She was Punapean and Nechkis. And even with a third grade education, could speak multiple languages. Like, a brilliant woman. So, yeah. I wanted to do an ancestor episode about my own ancestor. Because I just, anytime you hear about my grandma, I just feel like she is the coolest lady in the world. And I just wish I would have been able to meet her. So, I'll wrap this up now. But yeah, doing an episode every day for the month of May, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I'm calling it Micronesian Month. And I hope you come back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed hearing about my grandma. I enjoyed talking about her. And, you know, if this isn't everybody's favorite episode, I have a feeling it'll be one of mine. Thanks, guys. <laughs> 
Thank you for tuning into season four of Four Micronations by Micronations, and thank you for listening. Four Micronations by Micronations is an anchor production hosted, produced, and edited by me, Angela Edward. You can learn more about me at AngelaEdward.com and more about the podcast at the Four Micronations by Micronations Instagram page. If you have questions, inquiries, or recommendations for future topics or guests, please DM them into the Instagram page. I do want to recognize that I created this podcast in the home that I have settled in that colonists coined as Jackson, Michigan in the United States. This land is the land that was originally founded by the Potawatomi tribe that lived around what we now know as the Great Lakes. The Potawatomi tribe taught their children about the seven grandfathers' teachings of wisdom, respect, love, honesty, humility, bravery, and truth. And as kindred indigenous people, I want to honor their tribe and the respect for their ancestors by recognizing my gratitude for their space. All of my Micronesian listeners and ally listeners, thank you again for listening and don't forget your self-care.